What's up, Boston baddies? Happy almost February. I was going to say happy February, but then I realized that it's not February by the time this episode drops. Close, but no cigar. It basically is. I can't believe that we are a month into the new year. That is insane to me. It is. Um, You're almost, if you're listening to this and you're doing dry January, you're almost there. You just have two more days. I made it to last weekend successfully, (laughs) but again, close, but no cigar. Like the the intentions were there and that's all that matters. (laughs) You didn't have a hot toddy though. That's true. And none of us did. Did they they even offer them? I I didn't see a single one on the menu. I feel like it was like you were talking about it last week, but then when push came to shove, it was never mentioned. It wasn't an offer. It wasn't even like I didn't see it on up. the menu. We went skiing last weekend. For mm-hmm. those of you that don't know, um, we went to Sunday River, and it was honestly amazing. Highly recommend. I forgot how much I haven't been to Sunday River in a few years. I think the last time I went was probably twenty eighteen. Obviously before the pandemic, but I think it's a really good mountain if you're a beginner like myself. Um, I did get tricked. I did get bamboozled on to a few blues and I survived to tell the tale, but I feel like they have a lot of good greens. I find that a couple other mountains, I won't name names, they're greens. They get old really quick, but Sunday river, I feel like everyone else that was like sucking it up and doing the greens with me, like had a fun time. Yeah. Like I don't think I ever felt like bored and yeah. I never was like, Oh wow. We're literally going down a bunny hill. There was always some challenges along the way, but literally on Friday we went skiing and it was snowing out, like actively. I don't like that. That was miserable. And like, it was fun in a sense, but what I didn't realize is what happens is it's all like powdery. And then people like when they go down the mountain, they like push it all to the side, like naturally as they're skiing or snowboarding. And it creates these like moguls essentially. (laughs) So there was like multiple times we were going down the mountain and we're like hitting these moguls. And I was like, what the actual hell is going on? My knees hurt so bad. And I was like, why are we going down moguls on like a blue? And my coat was like, those aren't moguls. So just something to keep in mind, I guess. But other than that, it was so fun. The lens were so long because it was like the busiest weekend they've had this year. Because they got snow for once. But it's okay because any excuse I can take to go down the mountain, like a, a casual, like two to three times, stop for, you know, a little break, some matcha, go down the mountain, maybe one more time, stop for another break. Like everyone was on that vibe and that's what I needed. Yeah. I only have a couple bruises but I live to tell the tale and I only fell like maybe three times. We made it. The trick is to never say it's your last run. Oh my God. I didn't know that until this trip. Well, that's why like we kept being like, okay, so we're going to get back to the hotel and then we'll do one more run. And Jordan (laughs) was like, I don't want to do one more run. Like I'm exhausted. My legs are giving out. Like I, we need to be done when we get to the hotel. We were like, no, but we'll do one more run. And she like, wasn't understanding why we were saying that. Every, every time I've gotten it. injured, it has been when I've said, all right, like the last run of the day, yeah. that's the time. Or I the first one, right? You're not supposed to say the first one. Yeah. Like that's the only time I I say that hurt. all the time. Like I literally say every single time, my first run of the day is the worst one because I forget how to ski every first yeah. run of the day. And I didn't know that I was just 
jinxing myself. You have to get like your boat legs ready almost. Um, legs. And the boys would wake up every morning at like literally the ass track of dawn to go skiing for a few hours without us, which was honestly amazing because it took the pressure off of us. Right. And we were able to like roll out of bed when we wanted to take a shower, grab a coffee, like take our time getting ready. And like there was no rush because they were already skiing. We stayed at like they a ski and ski out. So if you're planning on going on a group like couple trip, do that, like send the boys out Away. first thing because I feel like there's nothing more stressful than men that are really into skiing and they're like trying to force you along into like getting ready and getting dressed and we are like very slow moving people <laughs> you and I are so it worked out perfectly yeah um while we were gone we stayed in touch on Instagram you know if you guys don't follow us are you even a baddie you got to follow us at drinks after work underscore I did put up a poll on our Instagram. Um, if you guys listened to last week, you would know that one, we gave you guys a homework assignment. So I hope you guys all did it. If not, go back to, go back to, what was it? Episode 101. Mm -hmm. Listen to that. It's like Zoe 101. Zoe 101. But I put up a poll on our Instagram story following up on the upstairs neighbor that I talked about. And I was honestly shocked that majority of people did vote for leave a note with no gift card. <laughs> but I thought more people would vote for knock on the door. And only 25% voted for knock on the door and say something. I just think the majority of people are not confrontational. They're like, they yeah. want to, they want to say their piece and they want to move on. But like, I don't know, I guess everyone's different. It would eat away at me leaving the note, knowing that, he knows that I left the note and there being this weird awkwardness every time I saw him. Like, I'd rather just like, I don't know talk. who he, he doesn't know who I am though. If I leave a note. True. But I like, also don't see my, anyone in this building. It's so, so like bizarre. you, he wouldn't know it's you guys. Like right. you guys don't see each other in passing in the building. No. Okay. I guess Never. I could see that. It's actually, I feel like <laughs> I thought about writing a note. I, okay. PSA. I'm going, ew, I just said PSA again. <laughs> I'm going to address it. I'm probably going to leave a note and just send it and do it for the plot. Cause that's what you guys voted for. So I feel like I have to honor it, but I, oh, there's a piece of me that wants to like put my Instagram handle at the bottom and be like, just so you know, I'm not a Karen. This is who I am. Wait, but like what, what, <laughs> I don't know. What would doing? What would seeing your Instagram do? So he knows I'm not like a Karen. But like, what about your? Okay, so let's say I go onto your Instagram. Yeah. What about you on Instagram gives off the non-Karen vibe? Like, I I'm very know. curious. Like, I feel like, like a Karen is like a middle-aged woman with a with a bob cut. You've never met a girl our age that's a total Karen though, because I feel like I have like like um, a snitchy, annoying, wants to ruin the fun for everyone type. Like posts on Facebook, Ooh. even though she's only like 25, she's posting on Facebook. <laughs> like Facebook. that is the first red flag. Like if you are actively a Facebook posting, poster. okay, maybe like, yo, your, your cousin graduated and you post some pictures, fine. But I'm talking like paragraphs, like opinions on Facebook. That is usually what I look for. Okay. I, no one comes to mind, but I bet if I like scrolled on Facebook, I'd be like, yup. But like, I feel like I don't know a Karen personally. Like a Karen our age. Like I a Jessica. feel like if I was going to currently be looking for a new friend or like, let's say I met a girl for the first time and we started getting close, I would 
look for her on Facebook if I had one. Just kidding, I do have one now. <laughs> I would look for her on Facebook and like see if she's an active, active poster. Like Ooh. opinions, like thoughts and ideas and like fighting, like That's being true. aggressive on Facebook. If I see that out of someone, like I, I might have to ghost them. Like there's like no <laughs> friendship that can occur between us. Okay, I do, I do see that point. But, but I, do, I do think you have to. You I think don't know. Face to face. Though? I just no, no. no. If you want to do the note, do the note. note. I just like <laughs> if you left your Insta <laughs> Insta handle, like he might think you're into him. Like I don't know, like what. I don't know what if, he, if it makes him shut up, he can think whatever like, the hell he wants. I understand, but like imagine you're like, hey, um, notice that you've been really loud lately. It's hard for us to sleep. Um, thank you so much for like your time and consideration. <laughs> FYI, like hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> like, let me I, know if you need some butter. He sometime. could go any direction with that. Like, he could be thinking like, all right, is she into me? Did her boyfriend make her write this note? But deep down, like, she wants to like connect. Like, what? What is he thinking? No, it's just some is neighborly there like a Romeo Juliet like upstairs downstairs situation happening. No, it's just like neighborly camaraderie. Like if you need an egg one day or some butter, some salt, like <laughs> come knock <laughs> on my door. I don't know. Hey, can you kindly shut the hell up because you're waking me up? But also, if you ever need like some butter or salt, <laughs> as if we live in the 1800s, like just uh, as just if we knock. don't live across from a grocery store. As soon. if we don't live across from a Shaw's, then just like hit me up. That's totally fine. Uh, I think that's nice. You should try that. The Instagram thing. And then just let us know how it goes. I'm going to do something. That's Keep for us sure. updated. <laughs> for sure. I will. All right. Well. I'm going to Turkey next week. I know that this is the trip for those of you that follow along. Um, I had to cancel like a month ago because my Turkish grandmother um, got sick with COVID. She is better now and I'm going. So next week we will not have an episode, unfortunately. I'm actually really sad about that. I hate not doing episodes early in it the year. It feels wrong. Maybe we'll try to do something like instead. When are you going? I am leaving on Saturday, like this coming Saturday. And you're going to be gone for like a whole week. Mm -hmm. Like a full week. Like I'm getting back on the 5th, like that Sunday. Where are you putting the cats? Uh, Michael is going to be with the cats. Oh yeah, I forgot he's not going. I was like, you didn't ask me to watch your cats. I'm offended. Would you watch? Mystery I mean, Man I just, would not watch the cats. He hates the I cats. just want the option. No, I wouldn't like house them, I, but I'd go feed them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, I can't have cat hair in my apartment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there's like, they don't even shed. Luna does shed actually a lot. Okay, then Luna's not invited. <laughs> Let's drunk pizza. Oh my God. So we were skiing this weekend in another state. And who was in Boston? Our girl. Fucking Kim K. Kimmy K. Like, of course, the one weekend that we're we're out of town, she just decides to stroll on in. That happens to us a lot. I feel like. We are in Boston a relative amount and no one's here. And then we leave like for a day and everyone's here. I, I don't understand. It feels personal, not to make it like about us all the time, <laughs> but it feels like it's about us. Well, yeah, a thousand percent. I take it personally. I think the funny part is, is where she was and that's at Harvard Business School. Oh, so she was giving like a guest lecture to Harvard students about skims. I will say like part of me is like really, She's an entrepreneur. really Kim, like, okay. But then the other part of me is like, okay, she really is a hardworking businesswoman. I know. I just think 
I don't know. I, I guess you could look at it from a bunch of different angles. There are a lot of people that are not good at taking their fame or success or whatever and turning it into a legitimate business. She is. I think the Kardashians are probably the best out there for like monetizing like their fame further, like taking their TV show success, creating, you know, Kylie cosmetics, Kylie's skin, skims, um, skin by Kim, like literally all of it. Good American, whatever. But like the average person doesn't have that level of fame to like start with, I guess. So right. it's a kind of then again, the people going to Harvard are not are not the average people anyways. <laughs> so maybe it's like the perfect audience for her. I don't know. So the class is called HBS Moving Beyond DTC. Obviously, that stands for Harvard Business School. I don't know what DTC stands DTC. for. Yeah, I don't know. But the assignment for the class was to learn about skim. So basically, Kim oh. and her partner spoke about marketing, their challenges, their greatest wins. And I'm like, again, I respect that she is an entre entrepreneur. But what, like, I would, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall. Like, I want to know what challenges, like you have an infinite amount of money. Like, I feel like who would say no to you? Like, yeah, your biggest challenge is like, does my big butt like see through, through these leggings? Like, is yeah. that what she was saying there? Like, I would love to know. I actually think that the biggest challenges that the Kardashians have ever faced was trying to mold I mean obviously just making getting a tv show in the first place is hard I'm sure but moving beyond just a reality show into like an empire like I think that's yeah. really been the biggest thing because there are so many like shitty reality shows out there like there are so many bravo shows there are so many like tlc like whatever so many out there about like this family with 15 kids and like this family with like you know 17 dogs and whatever and they last a few seasons and maybe people know who they are maybe they don't um, whatever. I mean, even like the real housewives, I mean, those women definitely have fame. Don't get me wrong, but it's nothing on the Kardashians. I think their ability to like take a reality TV show and just make it into something where every single person on this planet knows who they are. Like yeah. if I saw a real housewife walking on the street, I wouldn't you know. Wouldn't know. I wouldn't know who she was. If you see a Kardashian, you know who they are. Like that is really the true genius. And I think I would attribute probably all of that to Chris. I do think that her daughters like learned a lot. And I think Kim is very, very smart and very successful. But I don't know if I think that like launching skims was like, you know, the her defining of, moment, her defining yeah. moment of success, because by the time she did that, she was like, that was only a few years ago. Skims is how old? Like relatively new. I feel like it was maybe, a pandemic, maybe baby. five years old, like max, let's call it. Yeah. Like by that point, she was already who she is today. I don't, I don't think much was standing in the way, but I don't know. Personal thoughts, at least. Well, I guess there was no cameras in the room during her lecture, so we will never know never what was know. said, what tips those Harvard business students were given. But um, give it some time, and I'm sure all those kids, or not kids, young adults, will be thriving. I would love to be years. in a lecture where Chris Jenner could show could share how yeah. she did it, like what her tactics are not that she'd want to share them but like maybe someday when she's older and just doesn't care well do you anymore. think she has like a ghostwriter like how like they say alex cooper has like a ghostwriter. definitely she definitely does but even beyond the show just like how she even yeah. like managed all of those girls to like i don't even know it's amazing she must have like five she must she must have an assistant for each child she manages 
I don't know how many kids she has. There's too many. But like if she has six kids that she manages, I bet she has an assistant for each kid. Like so that she can stay organized for each kid. You know? I also think about their schedules. Like imagine you're Kim and you're like, okay, today I'm going to work on skims. Tomorrow I'm going to work on like skin by Kim. The next day I'm going to hang out with my kids maybe. And then the day after (laughs) that I'm going to film for my reality TV show. And then after that I'm going to do like a bunch of appearances. Go to a bunch of appearances, like travel somewhere. The day after that I'm going to go to like an event. Like I just feel like I'd be very overwhelmed. But I guess they do have assistance so they don't have to worry about scheduling that shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. They just have to show up and perform and do their job. It just seems stressful and hard, okay, guys? Like, it's, it's not as easy as it looks to be Kim. No, not at all. <laughs> well, speaking of the Kardashian-Jenner family, Kylie Jenner is in a bit of an uproar, or her fans, I should say, are in uproar over her latest fashion statement. I feel like you would appreciate, what is it? I don't know what any of this is. I don't know how to pronounce Schiappelli Spring 2023 Couture Fashion Show. Does that ring a bell? Schiaparelli? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah, so I feel like Kylie is in this like weird trend where like every few months she just like pisses everyone off yeah. to like re- remind everyone that she's like around. Yeah, that's true because she's been very MIA lately. Yeah. But basically she attended this fashion show in Paris wearing a strapless black velvet gown with a lifelike and life-sized lion head attached to like her shoulder. Yeah. Did you see it? I honestly didn't see it. Oh no, look it up right okay. now. You have to. It's How, like, like lifelike are we talking? I, I didn't mean, know if people were being dramatic. It's huge. I don't know why she would agree to wear it. I feel like it's probably uncomfortable and like she's probably like spitting out hair in her face. Oh. But it's it's massive. Wait, it is a lion head. But it's not real. Are you sure? Yeah, so I I made sure. So the head was all hand sculpted out of foam and then hand embroidered with wool and silk fake fur and then hand painted to look as realistic as possible. But um, that's just like, what they're telling us though. But why? That's a that's great question. That's my question. Like why? That doesn't look good. It uh-uh. also doesn't look comfortable or like right? flattering or like cute. Like maybe if like you were a little bloated, I could see it like <laughs> hiding some stuff. She did just have a baby. Maybe that's what she was going for. She's like, you're not going to take a single peek at my baby belly. Yeah. But like, I mean, lately she's been posting some like, I've, I'm just very confused by this. It doesn't like when I first read this article, I like didn't see a picture, but I like read about it and <laughs> I was picturing just like a little lion head. Like I wasn't picturing like an actually like Mufasa. Yeah. No, it's it's an intense. On, like full size, like full, like in the wild. Like I think it's supposed to replica- replicate. Like one to one ratio. What an exact lion's head size would be in real life. If that makes sense. I mean, it's like Paris, like hot couture fashion week. Like I guess people are just trying to be different very like i feel like there's new york fashion week and then there's like paris and it's just even more intense sometimes i just feel like people get weird though like yeah. there's no need to get weird and creepy look up doja cat she was there she was two seats away from kylie i'm pretty sure it was doja cat but her outfit was just as insane and i said it took four hours to put together um, the red outfit oh the creepy red one yeah like the one that was like looks like a 
like gemstones or something all over her face and body. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that's supposed to be, it looks like a, like, I don't know if it's like a COVID antigen <laughs> or like a, like devilly. Like, I don't understand. I don't know the vibe. Also like, yeah, that's creepy. I don't like that. No, I just it's think like a tampon. sometimes people need to understand that weird doesn't always equal fashion. fashion. Yeah. Like celebrities reach a point where they're like, it's all been done. Let me just do something so bizarre and like piss people off. Like, you can still wear something that is different. isn't very strange. Like you can do that. And also like you don't need to spend $50,000 or $100,000 or however freaking much money <laughs> to reconstruct a lion's head. Like right. you just don't need to do that. Like there are people that are dying. You just don't have, <laughs> you don't have to. Like it's okay to not. Why are people mad though? Did they think it was real? Yeah, a bunch of reasons. Some people thought it was real. Other people thought that, you know, they were accusing her of promoting big game hunting and taxidermy of like these wild animals. But I thought it was interesting that PETA actually came to her defense. Yeah, and didn't said, they like praise it or something? Yeah, they were like this. Well, it was funny. Their wording said this may be a statement against trophy hunting. And they called the dress fabulously innovative. But the, the word may, it's like, well, does anyone actually know what Kylie's intentions were? Because I don't think she's spoke, like, sp spoken on it and like why she did it. I just like think it's so funny. Like, do you ever, um, okay. So sometimes when like a song comes out and you read these like articles, like trying to figure out like the meaning behind it. And it's yeah. like, well, when Taylor Swift said that she walked outside that like, you know, that represents like the deep, like loneliness that she feels for like human connection. And it, like relates back to like her past childhood memories of walking down the stairs. Or maybe it just like rhymed with the next verse. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that people are so crazy to like jump at these insane assumptions and like dissect everything these days where I'm like, PETA, Kylie says Kylie's look celebrates lion's beauty and maybe a statement against trophy hunting in which lion families are torn apart to satisfy human like egotism. I'm sorry, but like, I feel like her dress is celebrating her own egotism. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like in my mind, I think it's disturbing. It looks like when you would kill a lion, like she's like hanging on her. Like, right. Like what people do with like deer antlers. That's the vibe I'm getting at least. But maybe I guess PETA thinks otherwise. I think that's so funny. Like they're like trying to dissect like the reason behind it. Yeah. Well, one of the models that was like walking in the show was also wearing the same exact dress. And I'm like, is that awkward or is that slay? Like I feel like Kylie would rather be like she'd rather be dead than caught wearing like a matching dress with someone. Yeah. yeah. Right? Or was that like, was did it, she wait, know? Was the act? Like a model in the runway show was wearing the dress. So like- The same dress. Why would Kylie wear that? I feel like that's- Yeah, because didn't a bunch of the models like have some sort of like a leopardy or like something vibe to what that, they were wearing? I don't know, but I think it was, I think that's just the designer. Like that was his design and she was invited to- his or her show wearing one of his dresses. I feel like the whole like the whole fashion show like looked very Hunger Games like esque. Like the, the rich people in the capital would wear these like ridiculous outfits. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. That's what people are saying. They're like, how like disconnected are these people that they don't realize like what inflation is doing to 
the rest of the people and like how people are struggling to pay rent and eat groceries and all the above. And meanwhile, they're wearing most people's salary. I think the Hunger Games is the most realistic movie for like what's going to happen. I really do. Like those people I'm like literally like about to put on like a tin foil hat. Like (laughs) I just think that seeing that shit is creepy. Like they're they're weird. I there's no need for any of this. I think if I were in the Hunger Games, I think I would just hide. You think you'd be a hider? A hider. But then it's always going to come down to you and one other person. And you're going to have to fight. Yeah, but at that point, I would have saved all my energy while they're like out there killing everyone and wasting all their energy. I always feel like it's the people that kill the most in the beginning that always get screwed. Yeah, well, it was like in cross country when it's like, yeah, okay, feel free to sprint and waste all your energy in the first five seconds of the race. Like, I'll see you at the finish line when you're behind me. That's so true. They say like the... <laughs> the what is it? The tortoise wins. And yeah. Katniss never, she would never kill everyone. No. Well, she would never do that anyways. But she'd always be like stealthy and like, wow, that movie's so good. But I really just hate that she ended up with that little like turd. Oh, Pita? P- Speaking of Peta. Peta. Peter? Who is the who is the good looking one? Like Liam Neeson or whatever, wasn't it? Right? Not no Liam Neeson. Idea. Oh my god, Liam Hensworth. Why am I Liam? He was in it. Liam Neeson. Like just Who's like, that? From Taken. Oh, like the, the old guy. guy. Yeah. Wait, I knew him. I, I know him. him. That's amazing. That I love progress. that for me. No, Liam Hemsworth. Wasn't he? Didn't he play? Um, that, was it Chris Hemsworth. One of the Hemsworths. It doesn't matter. They're both cute. <laughs> like she's dating him. Like she's like into him. She comes back and they like start dating and it's like cute. It was lame. It makes sense. And then she's like, oh, Peter, like Peter's like curled up in a little ball in like the fetal position. And she's like, but I love him. I'm like, why? Like he's such a loser. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Kylie knew she was about to ruffle some feathers because she did announce her baby boy's name. Finally, the moment we've been waiting for. The moment. When was he born? Um, Do we like know? A year ago. I think I it's, feel like like it's been months, over nine months. Do you something. think it's been only nine months? I don't know. I remember like I an no article idea. where they like her something old. But like people always speak in months True. anyways. So I don't really know. True. Okay. Well, so she posted a cute little photo with his name, which is Air. She did confirm the pronunciation is Air, even though it's spelled A-I-R-E. It looks like Air. Air. Like, you know that song that's like, oh, hot damn, this, this is my jam. jam. Keep me keep partying to the, the AM. <laughs> and the air, 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 That's what I thought when I first thought that. Which I kind of. I didn't, but I love that. Which I kind of like the vibe. Yeah. I was like, okay, like, oh, hot damn, air. <laughs> <laughs> this is my jam. I liked it. But like. I feel like there were so many. This is the thing I I will say, no matter what you do as Kylie Jenner when you are naming your child, like people are going to be like you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like I honestly like it with Stormy. Like I get the whole vibe. Like Stormy and Air. Like right. I get it. She's going for like a weather theme. I want the next one to be wind, sun, sunny, sunny, windy, windy, windy. windy. Okay, here's the problem with people is that. I actually saw a TikTok about this recently. People are naming babies and not adults. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Like your baby's going to be a baby for a minute, but it's going to be an adult for majority of its life. And like, okay, no hate to anyone if you have this name, but like Winnie, 
I mean, like Winnie the baby, like that sounds cute. Winnie the Pooh, whatever. That just came to my head first. But like, I feel like these cutesy little names. Yeah. You don't like, you have to think like, oh, Mr. So Winnie, no, Mrs. Winnie Pooh. Like no one wants to hire them. I know. You know, it is. There are definitely some names that. Well, I, I guess it depends on the person. Like, I think that when I think of, like, Gigi, I think Gigi is, like, such a good, cute baby name. I'm like, oh, Gigi. Yeah. But then, like, Gigi Hadid, ma- ma- like, made somehow, it. like, made it into this, like, very glamorous, like, supermodel name where I'm like, shit, do I name my daughter Gigi? Kind of <laughs> love it. But I could also, I feel like before Gigi Hadid, like, I don't know any other... G- I feel like I would have thought of Gigi as being, like, a baby name. So I think maybe every now and then you can, like, break the mold, but... There are some names that are yeah. baby names. Yeah. Is Gigi on her birth certificate? I just thought of that. I actually don't know. Me neither. But they're like foreign, so maybe it is. I No, I would believe it, but I've just never like actually fact-checked that. I'm not sure. If it's Gigi or... What would... Gerald? <laughs> Gerald. Gerald. Her real name is Gerald. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeffrey. <God>. Jeffrey. <laughs> or like, but Jeffrey, like G E O Or Gianna. Gianna makes the most sense. Oh, Gianna. Gianna. Okay. <laughs> instead of, instead of everything. like Jerry. <laughs> um, but uh. no, but I guess Kylie's also under a lot of like scrutiny for the name because even though it's air, the spelling of it, the A I R E, like specifically, um, in Arabic is like a s- very, very common like slang word for my penis. Like that's what it means. <laughs> so oh, I think people are just very, very, oh, uh, her name is Jelena. Jel- stop. Jelena. Wait, J-E-L-E-N-A. Jel- Peter with the Google search. Is, it, go. is that Jelena or Jelena? Who freaking knows? Jelena. It's Selena with a J. Wait, okay. This is like Jelena. finding out that Santa Claus doesn't exist. I'm kind of. <laughs> I'm kind of sad. Wait, is her name even Gigi? Like, no, it's Gigi with a G, not with a J. Where the hell yeah. did she get the G? I don't know. She just made huh. up a new name. Wow. See, it's never too late to reinvent yourself. You can <laughs> wake up one day, change your name, get a bunch of work done, and be a supermodel. You're Any, not. Anyone can do it. Ugly or just poor. And you have to be tall. <laughs> but other than that. And, and, and skinny. You're not ugly. Like Gigi. You're not ugly. You don't have a shitty name. You're just poor. <laughs> just remember that. Anytime you're having a bad day. Just remember that. It's funny that I reinvent myself to Gail when Gail is probably like the worst. <laughs> like when you imagine like a Gail, you you imagine a fat old. No, I don't. I Karen. Think it, I, a I fat old Karen. I very, very kind Gail's. Really? I Really? Because I actually have met a Gail. Sweetest old woman ever, but like... She was like 90. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like Gail for you because you're like not a Gail. Thank it's you. It's like an enigma. Like it, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense so much to the point where it does make sense. It's like having a, a, a child, but his name is like... Harold, but you call him Harold. Harry. Oh. No, like like a two-year-old, but you're like, oh Harry, hey Harold. <laughs> like, Ew, see that just sounds wrong. See that it uh, does. But you like, can't win. Honestly, the air thing, I just if it was a common spell, like if she spelled it A-I-R and was like, oh, like air, cool. But it's the fact that like I just am very, very confused why it, it translates into my penis or like, a, I guess, slang version of my penis in Arabic. I get that she is not Arabic and a lot of people are like, well, it's not like she's not Arabic. So 
who cares what it means in Arabic? But I mean, come on. It's a very uniquely spelled word. You don't think that Kylie has access to Google right. to be like, oh, let me look up like the different meanings of the word air spelled A-I-R-E, which is extremely rare. I guess the Spanish version means like of the wind or something wind. See, that's why I'm like, everyone needs to just shut up. Just yeah. shut up. Like in Spanish, it, it doesn't sense, matter. But however, I really think I'd Google it. Like She spent a, here's the thing. I agree with you. People need to shut up. However, shut up. this bitch took an extra year to name That's her true. child. Like she had time. Like, how could you make that mistake? That's strange. I yeah, just like, we also kid. live in America though. So like this, this kid's not going to be affected by that. Really? I mean, sure. now he might be because everyone knows that it means it. Knows. But like, did anyone else know that it meant that until, uh, until I now? I wonder if she knows. Unless they're Arabic. Ner- like, sh- does she know though? Does she That'd know? That'd be so that- mean. Like, does she know that, like, it was going to get this attention and she was like, let's do it because people will be outraged. I just feel like everything they do is so calculated. Maybe not. I just, like, doubt the fact that she wouldn't. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Well, in other news, Justin Bieber is now even more rich than he also. Hello? Hi. Justin Bieber's more rich than he already was before. He sold his publishing and record music rights to Hypnosis Songs Capital. Say that five times fast. Hypnosis Songs. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't even make my freaking lisp sound bad. You don't have a lisp. Sometimes. Okay, but for real, he sold his entire back catalog... Which is kind of a big deal. So he sold, like, just so I understand. So he sold the rights to all of his music. Everything. To, to for, f- for anything that was released before December 31st, 2021. So that's 290 songs. Basically, he did what Taylor Swift did back in the day that she was trying to, like, reclaim. Because she didn't sure. have the rights to her music. That's why she re-recorded it, right? But so, did she have some rights? Like maybe like a she percentage? had rights to like certain like newer songs or something, but she didn't have her old ones. Like, I'm not sure how it worked, but basically Justin Bieber owned the rights to his music and he just sold them. So he, this is what I'm wondering. So is he not allowed to, to perform his music anymore? Oh, because that's a good he question. doesn't own the music. Like, how does that work? That's a very good question. I... I, so I did some research and basically they own his publishing copyrights, which includes his writer's share. They also own the his share of the royalties from his master recordings, which wow. are still owned by Universal. And this is something I've actually always wondered what this is called. It's called neighboring rights. So basically I've known that anytime a song is played in a coffee shop, in a grocery store, whatever, that artist makes like a, I don't know, they make money off of every single time. Like think about how much an artist's song across the world, across the country, on the radio, everywhere is getting played. It's probably on every second of every day somewhere in the world. So they, they get money off of that. And so they now own that. They now own what, what it's called the neighboring rights. So I'm like, did he just sell all of his money he sold, making? He sold everything. Yeah, I just I'm. You're right. Like even like the pa- even the passive income. You're right. Like if his yeah. music being played on the radio and stuff. Like he sold that. But that's like I when I read that I was like wow. Like is he in the Illuminati and they forced him to do this as punishment? Because I don't understand why else he would do that. 
honestly. I don't understand. And it's rumored that he sold it for $200 million. $200 million. And I feel like that's way too low. I don't feel like that's enough. I thought I, I was going like to see way like too low. a billion. Yeah. For like basically, and I understand a billion dollars is a lot, whatever. I think he's worth that. Kylie Jenner wasn't even a billionaire like a year ago, even though she lied about it. But <laughs> like it's Justin Bieber's whole like identity. Like, yeah, he is like one of the biggest things in the world. I, I agree. I feel like it should be more than 200 million. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's actually confirmed. That's just the rumored number. But if that's true, I feel like, did he have a gun to his head when he signed this? Because, and also Scooter Braun, I'm surprised that he's so supportive of, like he's supporting this. Like he said, you know, Justin is a once in a generation artist. Like he's supportive of the whole deal. And I'm like, you've been his manager since day one and in, now, I'm sure he made a percentage off of this deal, but you just signed away any future opportunity. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't get it. But the interesting part is that it's just for the songs released before December 31st, 2021. So it doesn't mean that he can't continue making money with future songs that he puts out. But something tells me that he's done. Like he, yeah. he, I feel like he hates being famous. Every single time you see him in a paparazzi video, he's flipping off the paparazzi. <laughs> like, I think, you know, he's canceled his tour several times, canceled shows for good reasons. But I mean, I just don't see him wanting to do it anymore. I, I just, and maybe that's why he sold it. I have no idea. I like, honestly am so confused. Like... I mean, I get it. I feel like he went through a lot for a very like long time, but I mean, like he proposed or like postponed the remaining dates of his like justice tour. He kept like pushing it back saying like, oh, next year. Um, I think he said like, he didn't even like specify a time. He just said it would happen next year. He kept postponing. I think it was like delayed ever since the pandemic. He obviously had his bout with like Ramsey Hunt syndrome, um, which caused like the facial paralysis. Right. Like, I think he's been through a lot. So he might be at a point where he's like, didn't he also, wasn't he like, quote me if I'm wrong on this, but I feel like I remember him performing. This is a few months ago and he like kind of had to stop and he's like, I just need like a break from music because it was just like, yeah. too much for him or something because of everything he had been through. Yeah. I just think he's been like going through so much that he's like, is this worth it? I could kind of, I kind of know what you mean. I kind of feel like he's done. And like at this point, Haley is like Killing taking it. off. Like she has, like she has road that like she launched, like she's becoming like such a successful, like self-sufficient, self-sufficient person. He has like his clothing line. I'm sure he has a million brand deals and like money, like $200 million. Like they have money for the rest of their lives. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. Like maybe he's Ed Sheeraning it. Like they want to have kids focus on their family, Maybe. like live in Canada. Like, I don't know, but I do agree with you. I always feel like Justin Bieber is one of those like tortured artists Souls, yeah. that just like never really loved being famous, but got into it so young and just was so successful. And everyone mm -hmm. was so obsessed with him that he just kept doing it. But I don't know if he's ever actually really loved it, yeah. but it also really does break my heart because I love, I do I really, know. I really I, do love him. I love him so much. And it's sad because he's only 28 years old and I get like wanting to take a break. But he's like, so young. Yeah, he has so much more. Like that would just be selfish <laughs> to just stop. Like take a five-year break. Come back in your early, mid-30s. Like we'll, the believers will still be here. I would go see him in tour in five years, 10 years. 
I've never yeah. seen him live and I would like to do that eventually. So I hope this just means that more is coming. He'll release new music that he has the rights to. Um, but, you know, hip hip gnosis. I don't know how you, I'm definitely pronouncing that wrong. They made a killing, I'm sure. Um, so they're they're probably doing just fine. Wait, so I guess earlier this year, um, the company acquired the song catalog rights of Justin Timberlake, whose works are a few years older than Bieber's in a deal reported to be worth just over a hundred million. So you're telling me. Yeah, there's no, wait, when was Justin, the last time Justin Justin Timberlake. Timberlake's were half Justin Bieber's? Like Justin Timberlake, uh, like I can't even, like maybe early, early 2000s, but like there's no way he had ha like half as many hits as Justin Bieber did. Justin yeah, Bieber's also so worked. much more recent. I feel like that's a very low number. I'm like very, very, I'm interested now. Like I want to know what is actually, out. like I want to know why he was lowballed. Like there's no way Justin was like, oh my God, I have to sell all this. Like I need money. Like he had, they have plenty of money. I don't understand why he'd be like desperate to sell. Right. It does say that this acquisition ranks among the biggest deals ever made for an artist under the age of 70. So, mm. and they said that he has 82 million monthly listeners and over 30 billion streams on Spotify alone. So I'm like, the math ain't math in. 200 million is probably very far off. And I guess they said, yeah, you're right. Because a lot of others who have said, sold their like catalog or whatever. I'm pretty sure the Red Chili Peppers like older did people. The same. Um, like I guess Genesis and Phil Collins like their catalogs were sold for like 300 million earlier this year, but they're older. So there's so many years of like data. Right. But, th but those people are done making music, which is right. why I'm like, Justin, Justin Timberlake is probably done making music. That's sad. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, we'll keep seeing what happens there. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you see Haley's new haircut? I did. Thoughts. Um, I liked it. Here's, I never like a fresh cut. I need if I think it needs like a, a week or weeks, two to yeah. settle in. I agree. Um, I mean, I think Haley looks amazing no matter what she does. But on her, like I like the mid-length, like Me just too. her face type. I don't think I would like her with like super long, like Kardashian long. I think that would be too much. Weird, but yeah. I think for her, like just below the shoulders, you know, that like healthy length where it's like, it hits like right below your shoulders. Yeah. Not quite at, like not quite at the boobs. And it's like, you know, kind of one length, maybe some like very like minimal layers, like very like fresh looking. Like, I think that looks so good on her. So that the cut, like, it's fine. It wasn't my favorite cut. I feel like a lot of people are saying like, oh, don't, don't do it. Like, if you're thinking about it, don't do it. Like, you will not look like Hailey Bieber if you go and cut your hair oh, to your chin. Yes, like, like, please don't do it. Like every single time that I convince myself that I should cut my hair because Olivia Culpo has. Oh my God. She's another hair. good one. Like she is a definition of like, you will not look like <laughs> I've never seen anyone look so good with the bob as know, Olivia, Olivia Culpo. Like she Ugh. has rocked it for See, like She's the years. one that I like that haircut on. Haley, not so much, but ha Olivia stunning. It's insane. And it's crazy to me because she rocks the bob and like when I first started really loving her, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm cutting my hair because no. she looks so like sleek and avant-garde and just like amazing. And I did it and I looked like a little troll. Wait, like, stop. I've never you cut your hair that length. Like when? it was up to here. When? Um, I need pictures. I wanna say like two thousand eight like early two thousand eighteen, like summer of two thousand eighteen. Eighteen. Wait, that's like 
post-college yeah that's recent it was a traumatic ex- like first I started off with like the Rachel haircut like the layer like whatever and then I like started getting really into like following Olivia Copo and I was like oh my god this wow. girl learning something new looks so amazing and she had like the dark features too so I was like okay well maybe it could look good on me I also like had um you know gained like probably 15 pounds since I graduated college because I was going through the whole like sitting at a desk all day like eating the way I ate in college but like not getting activity like kind of vibe for a while it just wasn't like the time I felt the most confident in myself so you decided to cut your hair well I didn't realize (laughs) what was going on so I think what happened was I was like kind of getting some weight which whatever if you gain weight it's okay for myself I didn't feel my best then I cut my hair off and it's at least before I felt like I kind of hide behind it it was like this big like blanket that I could just hide behind I didn't really realize what it was going to do to my self-esteem when I <laughs> cut my hair like to my chin and oh also wasn't feeling the best in my body. It was not the greatest. Of time. Literally, I look at pictures of myself and here's the thing. If someone else was looking, they might be like, oh, no, like it looks cute, whatever. I couldn't like see in my eyes how like uncomfortable I was in my skin during those times. And now I just know that like you have to have like a very specific face Blank. shape oh, yeah. to like get away with <laughs> And I don't even know like what face shape it is. Like there are some girls like small, big, like curvy, like skin. Like I don't know. It some girls just look good with it, and some don't. And I don't know why. But like yeah. I think you have to try it out. But like maybe try it out in like middle school or old. and like or when you're like maybe like a mom. For, I don't know. Just try it during a time that like try it during a time that you don't have like a lot like going on. <laughs> I had bangs when I was a baby. Not like a baby, but like young. I feel like you could look cute with bangs. I don't think so now, but like I was definitely kind of cute back then. You, you were cute. I'm a long hair girl. I was looking at baby pictures this weekend, but also bangs. My baby pictures. Yeah, you were showing me pictures of yourself as a baby. Was I over the weekend? Why was I doing that? I don't know. We were at the bar, and you kept showing me pictures of yourself as a baby. (laughs) It went on for like 30 minutes. (laughs) Um, I don't remember that. Bangs are another one though. Like I've never looked good with Uh, bangs, and I see girls who look amazing, and I cut them on myself. I also don't have like straight hair and they, they get so frizzy and they just look like unwell. <laughs> Not a bang girl. I'm sorry. I just can't stop thinking about it. I don't know why. I don't know why. You showed me like picture. probably like 10 photos of you. Wait, was this that foggy goggle? I don't remember. Was it? Was. I feel like it was during the daytime and I you might have had a couple nips you of fireball. Re- you were telling me how you were a really cute baby. And then you showed me a picture and I was like, okay, I believe you. And then you kept showing me more pictures <laughs> of yourself as a child. That is something I would do. As a, a baby, like a young child. Okay, well then I just told you something you already knew about me. It was. But it I'm was, learning about you. And I, if I scroll back on your Instagram, will I find yes. you with short hair? Yes. Okay. The bob. I didn't do I'll a be bob doing with bangs, later. but like I was close. <laughs> I was God. not. That was not. It was a dark time. And sometimes I even have moments where I get like very... My personality, I get like very bored. Yeah. I get bored with my makeup routine and I like need to switch it up. I get bored with my like the way I'm dressing. That's why I move every single year. It's just like not actually bored, just I need like a change. Change, yeah. My hair has always been one where I'm like if if I go too long where my hair is just like, you know, long and brown and whatever, I'm like, okay, my mom used to be a hairdresser, so I'm like, mom, let's cut it. And there have been times over the past like three years where I'm like, mom, cut my hair like above my shoulders and she's like no oh thank god like, she's like i will not do that for you ever again michael also hates it like, he's like, yeah he, he like doesn't usually comment on my appearance 
unless he's like being positive. Yeah, but negatively. And he literally is like, you do not look good. <laughs> We love an honest man. Which I honestly, I think I need that. Because if he didn't say that. Oh, if we were friends in 2018. Mm -mm. You would have told me no. Oh, yeah, you got to reevaluate whoever I, let you go do that. When I was in middle school, this girl I... I, this girl I worked with is about to say, oh my gosh, this girl that I went to school with who was, I thought my friend at the time, turns out was not <laughs> a very nice person. She cut her hair really short and I had this really long hair that was like down to my belly button and she convinced me to cut my hair like off. And then my boyfriend broke up with me. So like in hindsight, I don't know why I've ever cut my hair. It's always led to I'm bad not things. saying the two were related, but. <laughs> Classic. Speaking of shitty people, I'm kidding. Um, I saw this thing on TikTok the other day. I'm curious to hear what you think. So okay. basically this woman was talking and she was like, okay, so people always say that when you're in a relationship, whether that be with like a romantic relationship or with a friend or uh, someone you know, or someone you work with, whatever. Um, a lot of people try to like use their, I guess, follow their heart or follow like their brain. She was like, your nervous system will like tell you everything you need to know about how you feel about a person before your brain even has time to catch up. Like point, I guess like the example she gave was your body, like the sensations that it creates, the feelings that you feel will indicate to you how you feel about the person that you're interacting with. And um, I guess I don't really mean that so much as like, if you're going in for a job interview and you're meeting someone for the first time and you're nervous, nervous and you're like yeah. anxious, that's normal. I think she means like someone that you know well. So let's say you've been dating a guy for a few months. Like the, the butterfly stage is over. Like it's not like you just went on your first date. Like you've been dating for like three or four months and you're still feeling like crazy, like weird butterflies, but not in a good way when you're around him or you're feeling uneasy or you're, you feel small or just like uncomfortable, like in your own skin you don't feel confident. Like you want to like cover up like weird, like things like gestures like that is like your body trying to signal to you that like maybe there's something wrong. Do you agree with that? Yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, they've always said, I don't know who they is, but they've always said that they, they just, the people they. have said that if you are truly like comfortable around someone, I mean, it could be romantically or platonically, but let's just say like you're hanging out with your boyfriend on the couch and like, you know, you're cuddling up on each other and you fall asleep. That just like shows that you feel safe with yes. that person. And like your body is at rest, like it can relax and it's not in like a fight or flight mode where it's like, oh, like if you're sitting on the couch with a guy that, you know, makes you feel like shit about yourself or you're in a toxic relationship, like you might be on edge that entire time. And you might not even realize that you're on edge, but your body's on edge for sure. Yes. But I know I've definitely always been a believer that your nervous system, your body and your mind are, they're all connected, connected. And it's crazy how sometimes your brain is the last to one know. to know. Yeah. Like even when you touch a hot object, like you're, you're touching the hot object. It takes time for like your like brain to be like, ow. Yeah. Cause like the, like whatever, like whatever on your, your nerves have to go and like tell the, tell your brain what happened. And then your brain has to process it. Like, it's so crazy. Oh, I, you know how I had a lentil super and I've showed you the picture, right? Yeah. On my, I'm not kidding. When I, if anyone wants to see it, DM me and I'll send it to you. Cause it's pretty graphic. So I'm not going to post it, but <laughs> I was sitting in a parking lot. I had picked up a hot thing of soup, lentil soup specifically. And 
I had just opened the lid to make sure like it was the right one, whatever. I don't know why I did that. I regret it looking back, but I opened it up and some of it spilled on my left hand, on the top of my hand. And I had sat there in the car for like a solid, and I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is when you're literally in the process of getting second degree burns, at least 15 seconds of me just sitting there because I was in complete shock. And the person I was with literally realized I was being quiet, looked over and ran outside the car, ran around, opened my door and like either splashed water on it or like wiped it off. And I was like, oh, like you could like get hurt, like but like I couldn't. Yeah, what was happening? Exactly. It's so yeah, that is very traumatic, but it is so interesting, like how that works and even like little things. I, I don't know. Again, in the beginning stages, because I think a lot of us can apply this to romantic situations. I think that the first, I would say first few months you're dating anyone, there is always going to be a level of like wanting to, you know, feel your best, maybe having some anxious butterflies. Like, how do they feel about me? Whatever. Um, I think that's super normal and that's okay. But I think that we've talked about this before, probably like years ago, but someone always says like butterflies aren't always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like don't date the guy that, I mean, I gives think this is dramatic, but they're like, don't date the guy that gives you butterflies. I think that butterflies are not a bad thing, but if you still are getting butterflies from the person that you are dating and you've been with them for like six months, seven months, eight months, like not like a, you know, situationship, but you've been like full on boyfriend, girlfriend for six Exclusive months or more. At least. And they like, you're with them and you feel like your heart feels like fluttery and you have butterflies. Like that is, probably a red flag there's exceptions to every rule but like I love my boyfriend like so so much I don't see him and get butterflies not because I'm not excited to see him but because I'm like so comfortable with him my my body like sees him and is like oh like we feel comfortable we feel at home maybe like I get like slight butterflies that like you know the thought of like if he's texting me being like I can't wait to see you tonight or like whatever right but it's not like a constant like debilitating thing where you know, when you first start dating someone and like you get a text from them and you're like so freaking out and like you're lovesick and you like can't eat and you like can't Like the hot sleep. and the cold that we used to talk about, like when people are hot and cold, like yes. all the time, like and how that's not normal. Like if someone's being hot and cold with you, that's a red flag and they're wasting your time. So get out. But I feel like that's also a time when, you know, if someone's hot and cold, like pay attention to how someone is making you feel. Because odds are it's for a reason. Maybe their intentions aren't great or they're making you feel some type of way. And like, you don't even really have a reason why, but you should still pay attention to it. Yes. I think the reason why is super, super important too. Because for example, if I'm at work, maybe I'm going to put some effort into making sure that like when I'm sitting down, like I feel like I'm sitting in a way that like my posture is decent and I'm like, maybe like, you know, sucking in a little bit and making sure that my, you know, fly isn't undone and just little, you know, decent things cause I'm at work and that is okay. But when I'm in like hanging out with the girls on like a Friday night and I'm sitting there and I'm comfortable and relaxed and like, let's say like, you know, the stomach's hanging out a little bit of a crop top on like whatever, but I'm with my best friends. Like there's that comfortableness versus like, I can feel like when I've been in situations before with girls, either I don't know super well or girls that like deep in my core, I know like these aren't my people, but like maybe my brain didn't really fully know that where you almost like feel like you want to like, you put like your arms over like yourself. You feel uncomfortable. You you don't feel comfortable like 
not wearing makeup or not looking like your best self because you have this like all of a sudden this weird insecurity. Like I feel like sometimes it's hard to pinpoint, but I know that there's been people in my life that I thought I was friends with, but now looking back, I'm like, wow, like my body was like signaling to me that like there was like something off. Like for whatever reason, I didn't feel myself and didn't feel comfortable with these people. And ultimately like they're not in my life anymore. So that was probably for like good reason. Huh. I feel like it can also take time. Like if you're feeling, cause I have struggled with acne my whole life and it took me, a while to not wear makeup around you. But once I did it and I realized like, oh, like I'm not going to be judged. And I was like, oh, right. And I that's don't even fine. know if I noticed. Like I know eventually I was like, oh, Abby hasn't been wearing makeup around me, but it's not like when you first showed up, I was ever like. Yeah. And that's how like friends should make you feel. Like you should be able to feel like you're not going to be judged or they're not going to make you feel insecure or whatever or it like is. Or like exploit your like insecurities. Yeah. I hate that. I feel like there's like some people where like you wouldn't feel comfortable either sharing things or like looking a certain way because you feel like people would use that. Right. Use it against you. No, 100%. It does take a while. I mean, it took me so long to be comfortable not wearing makeup around Michael. Not so long, but like at least the first few months we were dating, I always wanted to like, I remember my biggest insecurity was like my eyebrows before I got them microbladed. They were so thin. I literally, if someone were to knock on my front door, I would draw on my eyebrows before I answered. Like I was that insecure really? in college. Yeah, it was like this weird. And it's funny because even now, like a year ago before I get them microbladed, I would walk around without anything on my eyebrows and I was fine. I think it was just like a college thing, like an insecurity. Yeah. I don't really know what it came from, probably from high school. But when I was with Michael, like I couldn't bear the thought of him thinking that I didn't have, that my eyebrows were like super thin. I thought it looked so bad. Wait, that's the same insecurity as Alex Cooper. That's really? so funny. Yeah. She oh, was I like, uh, what does she call her? Not mystery man. What is she? Oh, oh sexy, zoom zoom man. sexy zoom man. She was man. like, sexy zoom man has never seen me without eyebrows on. Like it's like a weird, <laughs> I almost feel like when you, when you're in this like mindset, your, your brain plays tricks on you of like, Oh, yeah. he can't see you this way. I honestly don't think Michael would have noticed one way or another, but it was such an insecurity to the point where like one time I was like driving to his house. I like didn't have makeup on and I like pulled over to the side of the road and like just drew my eyebrows on just so I had those. And it's like, he probably knew I was dry, like, he could tell that it was drawn on. Like if he wouldn't have cared <laughs> if I took it off, it was right. just such a weird thing, but eventually you get comfortable. So I think yeah. if you don't feel that way, like if you're with someone and like you're doing the classic, like wake up at 5am and putting makeup on, and then getting back into bed and you've been with him for, you know, three years. <laughs> three years. <laughs> like that's probably like a red, flag. a red flag. I had to have an actual conversation with Mystery Man because it was getting to the point where I was sleeping over a lot, like basically almost every night. And there was a few months in the relationship where I didn't let him see me without makeup because I was so insecure. And I would be that girl that, you know, I'd shower at his apartment, but I would lock myself in the bathroom for 30 minutes after I was done. Like I'd be in the bathroom for an hour. I'd shower for however long and then put my makeup on and I wouldn't let him come in the bathroom until until my makeup was on because I didn't want him to see either acne or acne scars, whatever it was. And... One day, like he did come in and I snapped at him and 
I was like, oh, fuck. Like, well, he's seen it. The jig is up. <laughs> well, I was like, no, like, I shouldn't have snapped at him. Like, right. He just wants to go into his own bathroom. <laughs> like, why am I being so sketchy? And I ended up talking to him later that night and I explained to him why. Cause I was like, you know, like, I've had people in my past, like, throw my biggest insecurity, which is my acne, in my face. So it's like, I don't want to just show anyone. And so after that night, we, after we had that conversation and felt I felt safe yeah right and I think that's the ultimate goal like you want someone to feel like you want someone that makes you feel safe and there are people that are going to throw your insecurities in your face and then there's people that aren't and I think you just need to like listen to your body like trust yourself and if someone ever makes you feel small like I understand sometimes it's hard for us to like mentally be aware of everything that's happening but like just pay attention to it because it is important like there are people I see that like I feel like a knot in my stomach and I'm like, why do I feel like this around this person? Like I've known them for years. Like, why do I feel awkward or uncomfortable or like, I don't know how to talk to them. Like, I feel like I could talk to a wall, but then there are some people that I'm like, I don't know how to act around them. And I feel so awkward. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like <laughs> why? Like, that's weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I just gotta, gotta trust your gut. That's yeah. what Olivia Pope always says. Trust the gut. Trust the gut. Are we doing product spotlight? Do you want to? You should do yours really quick. I think it's cute. Oh, you were okay. excited about it today. <laughs> All right, guys, I have a condiment for you guys. <laughs> um, hot sauce lovers, listen up. I was in Whole Foods the other week and I and I was looking for a new hot sauce because I'm a diehard Chalua original hot sauce girly. Like as you should be. That's my favorite, but it does have like gums in it, which, you know, this is the year of finally working on our gut, whatever, trying to be more clean about what I'm eating. So I was looking through all the hot sauces and I came across a yellow bird organic sriracha. And I'm not kidding. It is like the best hot sauce I've ever had. And it's all organic. It has, um, what is it? It's, jalapenos, distilled vinegar, garlic, dates, raisins, salt, tangerine juice, lime juice, all organic, literally no added sugars made in Texas. And it is the best thing. Like it's not super spicy, but the flavor, like I've never heard of a date being in a hot sauce. Like I no. feel like that's so different. It probably it, gives it like a slight sweetness almost. Maybe, maybe that's why it's not like I'm dying of like heat. spice yeah right. heat I don't know it's nine dollars at Whole Foods yeah I think that's like average price for a hot sauce so I don't really think it's anything a little goes a long way yeah <laughs> no actually though but I've been having taco night cauliflower tacos recently and that's what I put on them I love 10 that out of 10. that's amazing I'm glad that we did a condiment I feel like the condiments <laughs> were feeling left out of product right? spotlight mine is super basic um but I had to talk about it because honestly I'm Kind of behind on this. Forever changed. I'm like very behind on this trend. So it is the Huda Beauty Concealer. Obviously mine is a makeup. <laughs> so it's like the faux filter, like luminous matte concealer from Huda Beauty. I've seen people really? talk about this before, like on TikTok, Instagram, etc. But I feel like the concealer vibe, like it's never like a market I've tapped into a ton. And there's so many out there that I always get very overwhelmed by it. But I did try this one. And I did notice a difference, which I feel like usually like I think all concealers are the same. What it did is, you use before? I used the NARS before, which NARS. I do like the NARS. But the only thing is like, I feel like the Huda 
is like it doesn't make my under eyes crease at all that's amazing it's like very creamy the coverage is amazing a little goes a long way so like one time i put on like this weekend i put on like a little too much and like my whole face oh. like i looked like a raccoon yeah so I like if you literally just did like a teeny little dot like at your like waterline and at your like i don't know like crow's feet like i don't know what that area is anyways <laughs> it would probably cover like your whole under eye um but like the coverage is amazing it is just like creamy amazing you can put like powder on after it or you don't have to and it just like brightens up your whole face like it has that like kim kardashian after she does her makeup like when mm -hmm. it's like really bright under her eyes like that's what it looks like and does it really matte the fuck out of your under eyes like i feel like you don't strike me as a matte girly i'm like not super but that's the thing it's like almost luminous silk matte i almost feel like it's not super matte like it's it's, it's just like, there. it's creamy because the 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 nars one is more matte and i feel like that's what like creases like that's what like your under eye wrinkles right I have it those. like makes them <laughs> crease. Like I feel like we all do. So I think this this one for whatever reason it's not as matte, so it doesn't really okay. do that as much. Or at least like I don't think it does. I honestly want to try it because I've been using the Tarte one for years, and I'm honestly not in love with it. The Shape Tape. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. What are, What are your thoughts on the Tarte? I think. I've used it like years ago. I can't remember. It's so wet. I also didn't start using concealer until like three months ago. So what? I've never used concealer. How have I never noticed I that? I just like use foundation like everywhere. I've never used concealer. Like sometimes I still don't like right now I'm using it. But most days when I go to work, I don't use concealer. Where do you put it? Just under your eyes or do you put it on the I do everywhere? like here and like here. That's it. Yeah. Some people do like below the nostrils and Sometimes then like on I'll their chin. Sometimes I'll do that, but I don't really know what the point is. Like I Me do it. Me neither. I, do it, I do, like, it. do it. I do it like under the, the nostrils because I feel like the influencers do, do that. It. And I'm yes. influenced. And then I'm like, why did I do it? Because I don't look any different. Yes. But there's a lot of things I do in my makeup routine that don't make sense to me. Like why I make myself look super <laughs> dewy. And then I just take like powder. the setting powder and put powder all over everything, making me look powder. Like why do I do it? I don't know, but I do it anyways because I'm Such told to. Such a good to. point. You know, I feel like there's so much shit that we do that it's like, why does Alex Earl put eyeshadow on and then put um, mascara on and then like wipe all the mascara off and take all the eyeshadow off? Like, I don't know why she does it, but like people are going to do that because she does it. Wait, I have a tip for that. She, I wish she would like, we should just make another TikTok with her so that she can read it or not with her. I'm sorry. With her. About her. We, actually, we do so yeah. many TikToks <laughs> with Alex Earl. It's crazy. Um, if you use like, a spoolie like either yeah. an eyelash spoolie like that you wait for it to dry wait for it to dry if you get it on your eyes or even like if you're doing mascara and you get it like on your nose or whatever you wait for it to dry and you just like scrape it off with the spoolie whether it's like the Anastasia like brow is spoolie or an eyelash whatever she needs to know that exists because her eye routine gives me anxiety like when she wipes it off wait you told me that tip a year ago and I didn't know it. It has changed my entire really? life because I was wow. the queen of like rubbing it and then it, like you have a big black line across your eye. It takes it off like does not affect your right. face makeup. It's Amazing. Amazing. But that is it for this week, Boston Baddies. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys in two weeks. If you miss us and you want to catch up with us, follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok. It's at drinks after work. No underscore. You might see some turkey content on there. Yeah. And if you're a girl in the Boston area looking to make new friends, join our private Facebook group. There's almost 8,000 girls looking to make new friends, looking for fun things to do in the city. That's also linked in our IG bio at the Hoobie link. We love you, baddies. Love you. Bye. Ciao.